three words and a symbol. Proudly displayed like a lighthouse of love cutting through the fog of an otherwise uneventful commute. Interstate 90 is the longest highway in the United States, stretching from Washington to Logan Airport in Boston. This 3,000-mile road rips through the most exciting 13 states in our great country. Interstate 90 in Massachusetts, colloquially known as the Pike, the Mass Pike, the Fucking Pike, is a top contender for hosting the worst rush hour traffic in the nation. I would put a stat in here regarding such traffic, but it doesn't get its The Fucking Pike name without good reason. For those that have not seen the Pike west of 495, or need a quick refresher on what it looks like for mile after mile after mile, go watch the last scene of Goodwill Hunting. This aerial shot of Will embarking towards California is somewhere around the Lee Service Plaza, about 20 minutes from the New York border. Driving this road gets incredibly repetitive and downright boring so my eyes are out to catch any detail out of the ordinary, hoping to exploit its uniqueness. While traveling eastbound on the pike, right past the exit for Route 146, I had always noticed the height of the overpass of Park Hill Ave. Then one day, about five years ago, I saw it. That white paint, etched surprisingly legibly for drivers going 60 to 90 miles per hour to study, Highways all over the country, and maybe the world, have their share of graffiti. Some are commissioned, or at least represent art that has taken a significant amount of time and talent to create. Others are well-known urbex attractions, most notably Pennsylvania's old Route 61, known as Graffiti Highway. The almost mile-long stretch of underground coal-fire-damaged highway has a storied reputation. A Google image search shows a blanket of brightly colored blobs cut with white squiggles that probably spell words. An aerial picture taken in summer displays the undeniable contrast between green trees and this massive canvas of crowdsource expressionist art. But this story is nothing of the like. Hastily slapped on a boulder or a jersey barrier, or overhanging sign, messages of fallen homies, re-elect sitting president, dispose of sitting president, gang or crew affiliations. These are the simplest forms of graffiti and maybe the most effective. Simple, elegant, to the point. In this case, I was drawn to a tale of most likely unrequited love. And like so many displays of graffiti, following a straightforward formula, I, heart, name. 10 out of 10 times, it's a female's name who is hearted. Possibly a final Hail Mary from this lucky lady's modern day Romeo. I have always wondered, and usually in my quest for self-amusement as previously stated while driving on the fucking pike, if this method works. The mechanics of getting one's love interest to even see the plea puzzles me one would have to direct or lead one's interest within view without saying where they're going or the inevitable surprise would be ruined. This degradation of thought has led me here, my journey in finding the author, the recipient, 
and the real story behind, in my opinion, the most iconic iHeart name on the pike. In the coming episodes, I will analyze the piece itself for clues, scour the internet for social media profiles, entertain alternative theories, dive into the psyche of the type of person who would make such a public claim, and if all goes according to my very loose plan, discover the truth. So please join me, a simple commuter with absolutely no investigative journalism knowledge, in my real-time quest to see if I heart Jet Lynn.